You can let your eyes close. And keep the gaze open, but just beginning to turn inward. There's been a lot of outward energy, a lot of exhaling. Right, but pause and breathing the breath in, breathing yourself inward. It takes a lot of focus to do that when we feel groundless. So just appreciating you showing up here today, you being willing to press pause on the news cycle, you being willing to reach out for support. This is what this is. This Love Hive community is a place where we can support one another and receive support. Both and. And just let your hands come palms open to your beautiful hearts. feeling you, just you being with yourself for a second. The texture and the sensation of your body, the quality of your breath. All feelings are welcome here. you're going to take an inhale through the nose. Fill up, fill up, fill up. Hold at the top, feeling this feeling of being full, of drawing in the prana. And then soft, slow, long exhale out the mouth. And then pause at the bottom, that feeling of being empty, of expectation, of ideas of right and wrong, of the way things should or have to be, letting go. And then inhale again, fill up, up, up. Hold at the top, feeling the fullness. All things are welcome here, all feelings, all ways of being calling in. And then long, slow exhale out the mouth, just soft. Pause at the bottom, empty, empty. The freedom of letting go of attachment. The way that it might have to be in your mind or what you expected it to be. And then one more big full inhale, get full, hold at the top. And this time, sigh it out your mouth. (sighs) Good. 
and then let your hands drop. You can keep holding yourself. I can't see you. You get to you can lay down. Well, there's a sunbeam on my heart. I don't think this has ever happened before. <laughs> Funny. All right, friends. I have um, a quote I'd like to begin with that I heard from um, Abraham Joseph Heschel, who is a Jewish mystic. Um, uh, was a compatriot of Martin Luther King, has so much writing available to us to read. It's like kind of insane, the extent to which this one human being was productive. And this has to do with um, difficult things having the capacity to transform us. So he writes, the pious human is at peace with life in spite of its conflicts. They patiently acquiesce and life's vicissitudes because they glimpse spirituality and their potential meaning, the meaning and the conflicts. Every experience opens the door into a temple of new light. Take that in. Every experience opens the door into a temple of new light. Although the vestibule may be dark and dismal. Every experience opens the door into a temple of new light, although the vestibule may be dark and dismal. Right? And I think that that speaks to a lot of what many of us are experiencing. This morning, there was this feeling, I think, pervading yesterday, um, an energy that I felt that wasn't um, quite the landslide energy that people were hoping for. Um, And I'm going to just preface this by saying that I don't think that this talk right now that I'm going to give is going to um, make me popular or make anyone feel comfortable right now. (laughs) We're going to do that when we get onto the map, but I also would not be in my integrity as a leader of a community and just as a human being not to speak my truth, and I encourage all of you to do the same. Um, I believe that what we saw yesterday was a lot of people still willing to um, vote and be in alignment with um, our current president, despite a lot of hatred and misinformation and mistruths and children in cages and a degradation of the planet. And I think that it comes back to a wound of belonging and a a wound of like not um, being seen and heard and respected and loved by our world, by our society. And I don't believe that we have dealt with the way in which Hillary Clinton's campaign um, othered many people in this um, in our country right and I also believe that there's a way in which a lot of the work that was done um, and oh my gosh you guys there is so much to be grateful for in terms of how many people have been activated and awakened and turned on and turned up um, it's just like so profound. I was really feeling that, the gratitude for this moment. Like we've really been listening. 
But there has also been a way in which um, the extension of the left that has um, happened, that there's been a calling out rather than a calling in, an abandoning rather than a gathering up, right? A pushing away rather than drawing in. And I believe that the um, no matter who wins, right, because we're still in this moment of uncertainty. I can't even believe I have to say that in a yoga class. We're talking about winning. But it's just like no longer am I willing to not speak the truth and talk about these things that are happening in our spiritual community, right? So that's just what we do. We got to like say what's happening. We don't know who's going to win. But either way, that there is a large percentage of our population that feels pushed away pushed out, abandoned, and like like they don't belong. And that Trump, as a, um, I don't like saying his name, but we're saying things out loud, like we can't do the, um, we can't do that. We have to speak the truth. (laughs) Um, There's a way in which he has grasped on to um, that wound of belonging and filled it with something that is false, right? A false sense of belonging. Um, and that that's happening. And it would not be loving of us to not be able to be with it and to see it for what it is. And so it becomes our work, um, all of us, right, to notice the ways in which we have called out rather than called in, the ways in which we have um, pushed away rather than drawn toward, the ways in which we have abandoned, right, rather than gathered in. Um, And we do that to ourselves, and we also um, do that to each other, and we do that communally. And there is no revolution that can take place if it is not coming from the spaciousness of love and from the spaciousness of compassion. Period. And that means that the work that we have to do on ourselves is important, but it's also the work that we do in collaboration, right? Um, So here we are. Uh, That's my speech that I don't think will be very popular, but I um, would be remiss if I was not saying it, uh, I think. Um, So this is a moment of suffering. I think for many of us, Um, but it's also a moment in which the curtain, that's what an election is, right? Is that the curtain gets to be pulled back and we get to see exactly like who's voting for who and where and who is willing to put up with this and who's not willing to put up with this. And we really get to um, be with that, to be with what's real, to not hide in our bubbles, um, to not hide behind our own beliefs or our own unwillingness to be with what actually is. And it, um, if we other this moment, right, and try and make it seem like, oh, it was, it's just because of this one thing or this one thing rather than, like, seeing it for what it really is, that something is wrong, right, that something needs healing, that something needs fixing collectively, then we are continuing to push away and abandon and to be in service to separation rather than to connection. Um, and 
The work is always inward, my loves, no matter what anyone says. If I'm taking care of my business and you're taking care of your business, then we're good, right? But if I'm projecting all of my stuff onto you and not willing to have a conversation with you because of my lack of tolerance or my unwillingness to like sit with the discomfort inside of myself because we have different beliefs, um, it just it just will never work. And I think that we're seeing the the um, the uh, effects of that. So um, I want to speak to the power, right? that suffering has to transform us. So it's the, um, it's, the first, it's the first tenet of Buddhism is sarvam dukkham, which is everything is suffering, right? And if we're looking at it from yogic terms, um, that, that it's change is constant, right? And that change is the cause of suffering. That's the second tenet in Buddhism, right? Is that all is suffering and that change is constant. And then if we look at it from the yoga perspective, it is that um, change then is the cause of our suffering. And so we have to hold on to something that is more eternal, that is unchanging. And that's what we're doing here. And there's a way in which, um, like what... What for you, when, when do you sort of like wake up and pay attention? Is it when things are going really well in your life? And you're like, oh my gosh, it's kind of perfect, right? There's a way in which we stop listening. My teacher says, you know, when um, your shoulder hurts, you go to the physical therapist and you're really listening about why your shoulder hurts. If your shoulder's not really hurting and your physical therapist is telling you why your shoulder might hurt, you're not going to be listening as well. And so there's a way in which right now, that we are hyper awake and hyper aware and capable of listening in a way that we would not have been had we not um, experienced the suffering of the last four years and also the suffering of this moment right now, which feels um, shocking to some and very, very groundless to some on top of everything else. Um, and if you think about um, cooking, right? Like what you're going to make after we practice together. And you're going to put it on the stove or put it in the oven or put it in the toaster. And it is one thing then. And then heat, right? The heat acts upon it and then it becomes another thing. And that's the way in which suffering works upon us as well. Right? We suffer and we become something else. It transforms our way of seeing the world and it is supposed to. And that is what Heschel is talking about, my loves, is that, um, I'm trying to find the quote, is that although the vestibule may be dark and dismal, every experience opens into a temple of new light, a new way of seeing. And right now it might feel, and for the longest time, (laughs) we're going to talk about exhaustion in a second, it has probably felt as if um, you are in the dark vestibule, but still looking towards something, and it is still happening. And that just means that the cycle of healing has not yet been completed, that we are still in it, that there is more work to do. And I feel firmly that it has to do with this calling in rather than othering. There's something we need to understand about the people in our community, right, who feel abandoned, 
who feel like they don't belong. Right? And there's a way in which um, the left has dehumanized them. And that we're working to amend that so that we can have education and healthcare and all of the things. We're working toward that so that everybody is deserving of love and respect and being seen and heard in this life. Um, okay, so that's my pep talk. Um, you're like, was that a pep talk? Just got to be with what is, my friends. That's the loving way to be. That's the loving way to be. And I hope that it also gives you a scaffolding um, to ask more questions, right? Because I think that that's the other thing is that we like, if we think we know, we lose the wonder and the awe of being able to experience relationship, even if that person is different from us. And there is a wonder and awe always in that duality, right? And if we think that we know what that person is thinking and feeling and what their life is like, we miss it. We miss it. And so there's a way in which our curiosity can be re-engaged from this, no matter the outcome, no matter the outcome. So today, you have some homework. And you're going to be like, homework? (laughs) We are all exhausted. It is, um, that's just how it is. We're exhausted. And self-care today has to be the number one priority. So here you are. You're in yoga. We're going to do the things. We're going to be with all of the feelings. All feelings are welcome here. Don't forget that, right? You get to show up any way that you are. We're going to be with um, each other. Keep doing the comment thread. I look and try to respond to all of them as much as I can. If you have questions for me, ask them. I will respond to you. Um, But you need to do something nourishing for yourself today beyond this. Because we're tired. And if we don't be with, if we push the tired away, if we push the exhaustion and the feeling of despair away, then it turns into something that is dysfunctional inside of ourselves. So we have to be that way. We have to call it in and say, I'm tired. I feel hopeless. I'm disappointed. I'm sad. I don't know what to do. And then to nourish that part of ourselves, to hold it. So my plan, you can take my plan. I'm going to do this. I'm going to probably take a bath in some salt water. I'm going to walk in the woods with my dog and maybe not listen to a podcast, maybe just like walk in the woods and like hold a tree. I'm going to make soup, (laughs) right? I have like written down in my notebook a plan for a way in which to take care of myself. And the next thing that happens once we do that, right, is that then we can wake up tomorrow and have the spaciousness and the freedom to make choices from a place that is loving and kind. Oh yes, I don't want to miss this. Kindness is the landing place. This is a message that I received from Spirit. Kindness is the landing place. And if you're moving in a way right now, friends, with yourself um, or with others or uh, on the social media, where the landing place is not kindness, that's a flag on the field to redirect, to pause, to pull back, to nourish yourself. I want you to write that down, all of you. Kindness is the landing place. That's your mantra. 
for like ever, right? How can we just discern if it's coming from, if I'm landing in kindness, if it's coming from kindness, or if it's coming from another part of my ego that is trying to protect. I also want to shout out anyone last night, if you were um, noticing that it was very difficult to be with yourself and that habitual thought patterns to be with the discomfort of not knowing, the discomfort of seeing um, the not landslide happen, uh, that there's a way in which um, if we turned on ourselves, that that's okay, we have to forgive ourselves. I turned on myself uh, last night because I was having a very difficult time being with the discomfort of seeing the election results come in. And this morning I wake up and I'm like, you know what? I love this body. Um, I love this heart. I'm excited to be with all of you and let spirit um, speak through me. Um, And I'm excited to hold space for all of your experiences, you know, and then we start again. And that's the thing, friends, I'm going to end on this, is that we have to leave room for forgiveness. We have to leave a space for redemption here. And that goes back to that abandoning and that pushing, pushing away part of ourselves and the intolerance we have for difference within the community of the left and then toward people who we imagine to be on the other side, right? Is that there has to be space for redemption, And so I feel um, very called right now um, to find ways to make that possible, and this practice is going to be one of them. Um, And redemption is on all levels, with God, with each other, with ourselves, Um, because we're not the same people we were four years ago, right? And people have changed their minds and done things differently, and to call on each other um, to be perfect or to be a certain way or that I'm above because I read this book and this person hasn't read this book, whatever the fuck it is, Um, that when we call in that energy of separateness, that that is part of what is breaking us right now. And to begin to discern that within ourselves and to be like, wait, the landing place is kindness. How can I pause and allow room for this feeling but not move from there? Okay, I love you so much. (laughs) I'm so grateful to have the opportunity to practice with all of you today. I also like, it's going to make me cry, but I want to be together really deeply. So if we can find a way um, in the next couple of days to meditate on the top of Mount Tabor, to light a candle, to just sit together, I will reach out. Um, The weather's not like so much on our side right now. My my eyes are tearing up. I'm a human being. (laughs) Here we are.